Hi guys. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. This is one for them. I'm Helena. I'm Kashel. And today we have a very special guest, one of the most important people in my life coming on to talk. But oh. first, we're gonna get into it with our L's and our W's. I'm in the same position as I was in the last recording. I'm still in the same box. I have not moved. And I don't have many L's or many W's, so Kashel, you're up. Listen, man, it's been the same for me. I've just been at home, you know, staying safe, staying inside, staying all locked down and stuff. But obviously, as you all know, the L's come to me. So <laughs> recently, um, which is kind of a W, but it's not my actual W, is that I've been trying to gain weight, you know. So I've been eating loads, but the problem is, is that I went too far. Um, so now, now I've been trying to tone it down, you know, get a little bit of exercise in here and there, trying to do that, you know, indoors, Zoom workouts kind of thing. So every, like twice a week with my friends, we do a workout. We did a workout yesterday. Um, one of them was talking about how they really wanted to learn how to do a headstand. And, you know, I was like, no, I can do a headstand. Of course I can do a headstand. I've always <laughs> been able to do a headstand. So I decided to, um, you know, test out how well I could do my headstand in my bedroom. You've been to my bedroom. You know how small it is. Um, <laughs> so the only space that I had was between <laughs> the space in, in front of the TV and, you know, towards the door. So I wasn't you know, doing a headstand into the TV. It was more towards the door. So I put my hands down, put my head down. And the thing is, I was gassing up the thing as well. I was like, yeah, all you need to do is put your head in the right place. This is that mother. <laughs> I made it into the triangle position. I pushed up. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. But when I pushed my legs up, I rolled over and smacked my head into the wall. <laughs> no. Oh, what? Why are you trying to do gymnastics in a confined space? <laughs> I was just doing like all roly polies and that, and I, just, you know, I just thought, I just thought that I could do it. You know, when you have that inner self belief, and you're like, I've done this many times before. You know, confined space that can't stop me. You know, you know I'm not gonna lie. I thought you were gonna say that you hit the TV and it came crashing down. So it went a bit better Listen. than I expected. Listen, when I tried to do it the first time, I definitely knocked over like a glass off the desk. It didn't I smash. I think to stop then. <laughs> you just thought, oh, let me continue and see what else I can break. Look, it's important to persevere in life. You know, this is one of life's lessons. As long as you try hard, <laughs> you will You'll smack your head. <laughs> you'll smack your head into the wall but eventually I managed to do it and the worst thing is yeah these guys they're such snakes because I know that they could see that I didn't and I was like guys did you see and they're like sorry what what did you do I didn't notice and I was like guys you're just you're just saying that to to annoy me so then I recorded it again and I tried to do it again but this time I, I smacked my head against the wall again I was like you know what yeah it's, it's done now it's done this the that L didn't come L. to you you came to the L because you chose <laughs> You put yourself in that position. That's what happened. Look, wow. I was just trying to see, you know, if the gymnastics and cheerleader was still in me. It wasn't. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. But it is what it is. You know, we move and we try. Um, so my W of the week is that... <sighs> so obviously we're in quarantine 
we're in lockdown we can't leave our yards and so everyone's been coming on like everyone on twitter everyone on social media have been coming at us with this energy of like yeah there's so much time you know you need to be productive in this life um people would be trying to pick up side hustles this is that and the other look i ain't trying to do any of that all i'm trying to do is finish my assessments i have five and they're all due uh, very soon <laughs> but my w of the week is that i've actually mm, let's say for the most part i've finished two of them so that is my w because look i've been struggling to be productive the, the time that i get my source of inspiration is usually at like after 1am sometimes at 3 sometimes at 4 5am i'm getting inspiration to do these assessments um, which is not ideal, but I've managed to complete two of them. So I'm pretty proud of myself. And it's kind of peak because when, <laughs> when you look at like the whole circle, like when we first started this, I was so excited to be at uni, this is that other. And now it's just all long. <laughs> so when I've completed an assessment, I'm like, ding, that is an achievement <laughs> in itself. I don't know how um, you went back in for a second I felt like the first time wasn't really a choice but <laughs> the second time you chose to do this to yourself <laughs> but listen I was just gonna say that is your first mistake I don't <laughs> <laughs> look I'm I'm uh, I was happy to be there and then lockdown came and then my taught master's stopped being a taught master's and now it's a distance learning course look I didn't pay for that I'm not paying the grants that were okay. Obviously, I'm not paying the grants, you know, the government is, but you know, the government is not, you know, paying the grants for me to do a distance learning course. Like, it's just not the same. If I wanted to do that, I would have picked that course and it probably would have been like half the price. That is true. You need to get your coin back, sis, because oh, you get my coin back. I'm not paying them. What do you mean? <laughs> Don't incriminate yourself on this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's um, true, it's true, it's true. Right. Well, I will my... pay. I will pay. My L, I'm just going to have to say, it's similar to yours, but not like anybody that might follow me on Instagram. I've been doing home gym outside in my garden for the days it was sunny. Now, tell me why I had the conversation with Michelle every day this week that we were going to do abs and we are yet to do them. So my L is just that convincing myself that I'm about this gym life. I'm about getting fit. I'm going to come out of quarantine looking better. Summer body 2021, all of that. Tell me why it's now Friday and I'm yet to do one circuit inside the house. So my L is the weather because the weather just sets me back always. Like when it was sunny, I was outside squatting. I had the neighbors looking at me like, who's that? Who's that? Squatting, doing my abs, doing everything, doing my little football drills, this, that, and the other. As soon as one little drop of rain. Look, I understand, man. Like I said, the rain is not my friend. There's no it's motivation. making me feel worse. Why am I waking up in April and it's dark outside? I had to put my light on to get ready. Like, what is going on? <laughs> the, the clouds are covering the sun that much that there's just no source of light in here. Like, it's not okay. That's my the L. April showers is real. The April showers. I is swear they used to happen real. earlier. Or am I just making that up? Do they not usually happen at the beginning of April, or am I just? Yeah, it shouldn't be coming into May. Yeah, it's May. <laughs> Um, anyway, my W is non-existent, so I think we should move past the section because... <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that is not, 
that is not you can't just be coming onto the pod with absolutely no w's like that is just <laughs> the w I mean, bro. limit does not exist at this point like the w i mean look <laughs> look your hair looks good okay we're gonna take we're gonna go with that for the w okay no, no I've, I've, got hair... got a w. I've got a w i've got a w my w is that we had a quiz last weekend and it was lit like it was actually lit like whose phone is that please <laughs> I'm sorry, it's me again. Right, me I'm gonna start again. So my W is that my friends and I had a quiz last weekend and it was actually so jokes, like it was a highlight of my month. <laughs> and now we are coming back with round two this weekend and everybody's leveled up. It's gonna be even better. We've got more friends coming in. And that's my W really because mm-hmm. it's all I have to look forward to. And last like last week I was drunk as hell. I had to pull <laughs> my bed <laughs> and then and when I woke up at night I had like the part of my brain was just swimming in right in their feet like just swimming <laughs> so that's the same energy I'm coming with this week but yeah I love it man I've got my I'm excited ready. I'm, I'm ready excited to for the you should, be. you should be bring the heat. you should be I'm more excited to prepare questions for this quiz than I am to complete the rest of my assignments but you know I mean that's only natural because the quiz is gonna be lit Mm-hmm. Okay. okay bring the tweet to the people so my tweet <laughs> is i'm glad b and meg reniggified savage because the whites on tiktok had it in a chokehold <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 oh my gosh so this new song's come out was it no not new song remix the, yeah the remix i I'm, I'm here for it i'm here for it i'm here I'm for it too so here for it and <sighs> Nice. We just Beyonce keeps proving time and time again that she is one of the best rappers out there right now. So, <laughs> like every time she starts rapping on a beat, it's like she can rap too. Like this woman, uh, listen. Uh, you know how we were we were stunting earlier on the on the pod saying how obviously we can't sing that we can dance. We're not doing the Savage remix, and we're not doing the first one either on TikTok. I, I don't love do myself too much to do that to myself. Nah, man, those TikToks are. They're wild. They are so crazy. And I think the same girl who did the first Savage Dance, she's done one to the remix now. Everyone yeah, I've seen it. It's actually, and it's, there's so many more steps. It's like, it's not, for, it's not for everyone. Not everybody can dance. It's clear that not everybody can dance. So why are we, <laughs> so why are we now doing this on a public domain? Like, <laughs> I don't understand the premise of the whole thing. But anyway, the song is lit. And thank you for, as they said, re-modifying the song because mm-hmm. it was necessary very necessary okay so my tweet of the week okay i know i keep coming with the visuals so i'm gonna have to describe it again so the listeners can understand yeah but it's again as quote tweets upon quote tweets because you know this is how i roll i'm gonna try to not show you the tweet again because i remember last time you saw it and you started laughing before i started talking about it so i didn't laugh my face was <laughs> <laughs> this tweet so inside the quote tweet, it no, says, show it because I feel like my raw No, I'm going to show it in this. Oh, I'm going to okay. show it. Okay. I'm going to show it in a sec. Wait. This is still the worst fit ever in Twitter history. And there's an image of someone. And then around that image, it says, she squeezed classy, bougie, ratchet into one fit. So let me just show you what this fit is looking like because, boy. Okay, so I don't know if you can see this. 
But this is what we call classy pushy ratchet in one outfit because first of all, <laughs> this beautiful lady, she's got, you know, these beautiful heels on with like these little bubbles like they're really really pretty and cute you know you can imagine you're going to a really nice dinner with these but then she's she's wearing like Givenchy shorts like like that she's going to you know to the hoops or something I don't know what she's doing in those Givenchy shorts but then on top of that she's got like a corset um and then she's got like a hoodie that's being <laughs> that's being cut like the chest of the hoodie has been cut off. Oh like, my god, I didn't even notice that. It's not even like it's not even like it's you can't say that the hoodie came like that. Because no, the way no, that no, it's really. going <laughs> all around. Oh my gosh, and she's there holding, I don't know, what is that, a milkshake? <laughs> so <laughs> that is, <laughs> probably you're right. This whole fit is just I, I, I don't know what's going on. And you know what? I'm just like, who said that you could leave the house like that? (laughs) You know what? Fashion takes many different turns. Maybe this is the next, this is the next crit. What's the word? Like trend. This is not Mm. a new look. I will not. (laughs) Also one word. Americans. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, this is, this is something new. Also how she's looking off into a distance as if she didn't know the picture was being taken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, you just I was just out there like this. Classy, bougie, ratchet. This yeah. is this is it for real, man. Uh I'm I mean, I, I'm not here for this. This I'm not here for this. You will not catch <laughs> me in a similar outfit ever, and I hope not to see you guys in such a tie up. I'm wearing that to one when I'm out of it, lockdown. Man. That'll be my first outfit that I wear. Nah man. Do I, do I, I have to own a pair of heels is the question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think it's time to pull in our guest for this episode. She is, as I've already said, one of the favorite people in my life. She's been there from almost the beginning, at a ripe young age of 14, I believe. Mm-hmm. And maybe even younger. We'll go with, yeah, eight, 12. Ooh. 12. Oh. 12. Damn, I've known this girl over 10 years. Anyway, she is the wonderful Roisin, who is a makeup artist and here for makeup artists for them. This is this. Mooers for them. This is what this week's episode is. So I'm so happy she's here. Now I'm going to stop guessing her up because. It's not, it's not I'm happy. very happy to be here. Very, very happy to be here. How is quarantine treating you? <clears throat> not that I don't talk to um, you, but the people don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so for everyone else, quarantine, honestly, I feel like it just comes in waves. Like one day you'll have a really great day and think, you know what, I could really get used to this. Like, I don't want to go back to normal life. And then... Um, and then you might have like the slightest inconvenience and then you just want to cry for like the next three weeks because you just miss your old life and your old friends and everyone else. And oh, 
but honestly it's, it swings and roundabouts I'm starting to enjoy it now I'm getting into like good habits like you said Kashel starting workouts I've been doing that like following a workout plan Ooh. and if anyone knows me me <laughs> working out doesn't make sense <laughs> so yeah I'm a changed woman after quarantine that's what I thought as well but as we heard earlier the workouts didn't didn't last yeah <laughs> they're, they're long gone no for real though my my new thing is whatever is sunny i shall work out <clears throat> which we don't know what that means no <laughs> we don't no know you need to start working out inside what is this excuse i'm just hearing excuses Do you know what it is Listen. yeah it's just not that comfortable for me there's no perk at least when i'm working out outside i'm getting a tan at the same time like i'm feeling good when i'm inside i'm like Ugh, i might as well work out my pajamas like what's the point <laughs> I think that's the thing. There's no motivation. I do hear that. That is very, very, very true, to be fair. Okay. Kashel, have you prepared, made a PowerPoint presentation of your questions? Listen, you need to stop coming with this PowerPoint presentation because I don't (laughs) have PowerPoint presentations. Like I said, okay, this time I haven't prepared notes on Keep. I've prepared it on Google Docs. But there's just like a couple of questions that I have here because, you know, come prepared. Um... So for me, my first question is, what was the first look that you did and got paid for? Like, what was that very first one that you were like? Because for me, I feel like that's when you can say like, okay, I am a makeup artist. I'm getting paid for this now. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the first look? I think the first moment, yeah, the first booking that I got that I was like, yo, I'm really in this thing, (laughs) was, um, it was a random, a very random women's wear brand. And they found me, I don't know, they emailed me. um, Mm. I'd never heard of the, like the shop name or anything. And I just thought it was spam at first. And then I thought, you know what, let me entertain them. Let me reply back. Um, yeah, they just asked me to name my price. They'd love me to do the makeup for um, a catalogue, the new collection that they're working on. Wow. Um, and yeah, and it was it was fun. It was really fun. I got paid for it. I saw my work, like the makeup that I did up on their website. It mm. was just really like, that was definitely the moment. It was super random though, but yeah, that was great. When was this? Because I'm like, I don't even know if I've seen seen this. No, I don't think you would have. But um, that was that was last. So I so I started um, actually doing makeup properly and doing shoots at the end of um, 2018, like around October, November. So that must have been around the beginning of 2019, I believe. I think maybe January or February um, nice. is when that happened. Um, my question just to follow up on that is how do you decide how much to get paid it's like a big thing within freelancers within like different industries but like oh. how do you decide or how did you decide yeah this is this is something that I'm still sort of struggling with um, I feel like for makeup artists it's hard to um, you know really set out your price and your your worth when you haven't necessarily worked with a lot of big names like big brands and stuff or if you don't have a massive following so um and I say that because especially for makeup artists I feel like it's really hard to 
I feel like they're often left out of the budget and mm. a lot of people overlook the need for makeup artists because a lot of the time they can be like all right well the makeup artist is isn't going to do this for free so we'll just get the models to do the makeup themselves on themselves so it's, it's a thing that you don't really need a makeup artist but when you actually if you really want to realize your vision and to really bring a story together I think having a makeup artist is very underrated and mm. it doesn't really come through in the budget a lot at all so um yeah so I think determining my cost and my budget I um how do I do it I essentially I ask them what their budget is first um and it sort of just clarifies that I'm doing this as a paid job I'm not doing it for free um, and once they come back to me with a budget um I can say you know what this is a little bit too small I wouldn't really do something like this can we work something out a little bit more yeah I think it's like a thing where well I hear it a lot in other industries it's hard to negotiate a price obviously you have the whole thing with it might not be in a budget but also when there's no ballpark figure I think that's yeah. also quite hard there's no direct framework right it's not like, oh everybody doing this right now is getting paid this much yeah uh, my other question is do you have any makeup artist networking tips because I've heard that like some of the best ways to find out for freelancers how much to get paid is just to ask other people in a similar position to you or people yeah definitely how much they got paid when they were at your level kind of thing yeah definitely I support that message wholeheartedly um yeah I've, I've had a lot of opportunities um, literally just because I've spoken to other makeup artists at shoots. I think the first, um, I think how I sort of started breaking out and doing more stuff um, was I went to a music video shoot um, just as a runner and I started speaking to the makeup artist there and just picking her brains, how she built her case um, how she got into makeup and so on and so on. And from me and be a makeup artist at the next video shoot and so on and so on. So definitely network as much as you can with other makeup artists. And to be honest, anyone else that's on the shoot, because you never know who else is working on their own personal projects or what other um, projects that they're working on that they'll need a makeup artist. So that is the biggest thing like networking has gotten me so many jobs and so many bookings and gotten my name in in rooms that wouldn't have like ever happened um so yeah so and also I did do that um ask her <clears throat> about her budget and her her um her guidelines I guess you could say but um she was quite um she she's she's been doing it for a good number of years and she sort of um I don't have to feel like she started out in a position where I where I would consider myself now I feel like she had already had that network because she went to makeup artist school and because she had all of these like big connections and stuff mm -hmm. um so it was really hard to gauge it and apply it to my position now mm -hmm. okay that's cool but one of my questions that I wanted to ask kind of links to that and it's like so you didn't go to makeup artist school so how did you learn to do makeup well and then I guess yeah how did you how did you then learn about the industry I guess because I mean 
look, I've been trying to do my makeup and I'm not achieving the same results as you. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think I started out really just having an interest in it. Like, that is all. Um, and just being obsessed with all the YouTubers and just everything. I was just obsessed with it. Um, I think yeah I, I was covering I was I think when it's really started I was away in um Spain doing a year abroad and really I just had so much free time like so much free time so I spent all of it watching YouTube um obviously I was in Spain so there was Sephora I was trying out mm. all these new brands American brands I was just living um so that's how it started and I think it just grew and grew and grew where it's like instead of like going to a normal union club night I was sitting there doing my makeup for an hour or two hours before and I've got all these colors on my eyes and I'm just going to union like <laughs> that's when I realized, yeah actually I kind of like this and then from then I started doing it on my friends um and then it just, just snowballed really Mm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's another one of the one of the other things that I was going to talk, talk about is you know so like we said you didn't go to makeup art school but you went to uni so you did you did chemistry is there any yes is there any way that chemistry doing chemistry at uni like has helped you to become an, a makeup artist um <clears throat> I was gonna say a similar thing like how does chemistry and makeup in general link okay cool um yeah so I studied chemistry um and similar to when I started um when I was in Spain and I was developing my interest for makeup I was losing my interest for chemistry and um obviously Mm. I started thinking about oh my god what am I going to do when I graduate and I knew I didn't want to be you know a a soil analyst or something you know what I mean yeah sorry to all the chemists or the soil analysts out there you do a great (laughs) job but it just really wasn't me um so (laughs) so what um yeah so what I did I decided I wanted to get into cosmetic (laughs) science Mm. um and obviously and obviously make (laughs) sorry (laughs) I'm just trying to think like what is a soil analyst? <laughs> it was no. the worst thing I could think of. <laughs> I'm just seeing people shaking soil in like a little tree. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is my friend from Muni is actually a soil analyst. <laughs> Realities, <laughs> analyzing like nutrients and stuff inside. So I don't know. I don't think right, you can do it at work from home, you know. <laughs> so I'm working from home. Just go to back garden. <laughs> cool. So as I was saying, um, I wanted to use my interest and passion in makeup um, with chemistry and become a cosmetic scientist, which is essentially just making makeup in a lab for a for a brand. Um, and it's a lot of um, I feel like it's a field that a lot of people forget about or just don't they honestly just don't even think about it they don't think like oh my god someone needs to make these products that I put on my face 100%. um 
Yeah, so so that's what I've gotten into recently since leaving university. Um, being a makeup artist did really, really help me in my last job. Um, <clears throat> I was working for a skincare and cosmetic brand um, in the lab. So where most of our focus was on skincare, and that's where most of my manager's expertise was basically on formulating skincare when it came to makeup and she didn't wear it. Um, she didn't know if something she made was good. Um, so she would always take my feedback, always take my um, suggestions. Um, I'd go out on a shoot. I'd try the stuff that she's making um, and I'd give it back to her. I'd give her my feedback and say, you know what? I really wanted something that I could mess with, but it dries too fast. And, da -da -da -da. and she'd take all of my suggestions and just roll, roll with it. So that came in really, really handy in that role um yeah that sounds like a whole role in itself like you're creating your own job for yourself you could be like a consultant makeup artist that goes to like these skincare brands that you know, know be like hey, give me five real. years that sounds great <laughs> that literally sounds sick honestly I love that. that's awesome <clears throat> um i've got a question how would you describe your makeup style Mm. Is, there a way um, to is there a way to describe it? Are there like different types? Because you know, I don't wear a, a dime of makeup. So, <laughs> okay. Um, so, the makeup I do is primarily, um, I'd say, editorial and conceptual and um, creative. Th those three words, mm. I think, are the best. You sold me. Suiting. Pardon? You sold me. <laughs> yeah i can yeah, see that on the I website editorial conceptual creative <laughs> my tagline though <laughs> um yeah that's pretty much what i do like um a lot of the shoots um i've done are really just editorial or like just want some crazy crazy makeup um and that's sort of the the hole that i've gotten myself into so i'm looking to um once quarantine is over i'm looking to just expand my makeup um and just demonstrate that i can do you know normal everyday cut creases <laughs> and yeah, yeah everyday makeup but that, that's what i'd say i am how would you say your role or like responsibilities have changed from like your first shoot to now like has it evolved or well i know you said that you first were like a runner somewhere but I don't know, maybe first you were like an assistant and now you're just like got full reign on all creativity. Like how has it changed? Um, yeah, I think it's, um, that's definitely dependent um, on each case or each shoot that I do. Um, yeah, so like you mentioned, I very, my first um, ever music video shoot, I was a runner. And then the next one, I was assistant makeup artist, obviously the head makeup artist that brought me on. Um, but then again, I've done other shoots where I'm head makeup artist and I've got a couple underneath me and I'm telling them which looks to do and so on. Um, but then three months later, I'm, you know, just a normal makeup artist working alongside another makeup artist. Mm -hmm. So it really, really does just depend. Um, I have, yeah, I'd say, obviously saying this through now, it is making me realize how I have done sort of a full spectrum of like what you can really do and the roles that you can do as a makeup artist, which mm -hmm. is quite cool because it has been um, a really short space of time. Um, mm -hmm. 
I think it'll be really, really cool though in the next, like, let's say five years to be like a key makeup artist for a fashion, a fashion walk or something. I think that would be really cool. That's so nice. Yeah, I think once I tick that off my list, I'll be like, right, packing up my makeup stuff, I've done. Completed it, mate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. wait, I just want to know, like, how is it managing, like, if you're the head makeup, makeup artist and you have people underneath you, like, how is that? Because I feel like it's not something you would think when you say, oh, I want to No, do it is... I want to manage people. It's <laughs> incredibly stressful. If anyone is listening right now... Just know how stressful it is because... Oh, warning. <laughs> yeah. It's, okay, so first of all, you have to decide what looks you're doing based on their outfits and you're working with the stylist. So you need to have everyone that is in that scene ready and done before, way before. And you need to know when all the scenes are ready and you need to have... You need to be on top of it, the ball at all times. And then where you have people um, working under you, you need to know their talents as well. You can't have someone that isn't really good on skin working on the, the model that's about to have a um, a close-up. You have to think about all these like, small, small, tiny things. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really, really tricky. And there's a lot of times you need to go over, just make sure everything's looking perfect. Like there is at no point can you sit down and think your job's done. Um, mm. So yeah. yeah. You have to be <laughs> oh, I'm in tracksuit bottoms. I'm in tra- <laughs> I look like I don't even know how to use makeup myself. Like I, nobody needs to see me on those days. They just need to trust my hair. <laughs> because I'm not looking like I'm anybody in these shoes so no I love it though because the way that you're talking about all of this it sounds like a lot of kind of major creative project management live here in the now it's not like project management (laughs) when you've got things going and you've got an email coming in there and you can say okay let me put that over the side and then I'll sort this out and then I'll get the intern to do this that and the other it's like that mm-hmm. but it's happening there and now it's happening right there on the yeah. spot live yeah you know you someone might have forgotten decisions. something someone might have broken something there might yeah. be i don't know something's missing the client saying they want purple you've only got pink like that has happened oh my gosh you honestly you're always fighting problems you're always fighting problems non-stop the amount of shoots I've gone to and you know you've spoken to the client and they say look I want this this and this or these kind of looks you've got a back and forth you send you're sending them looks they might want you're making sure you have everything in their kit and then the day comes and they say oh you know what I changed the whole concept like it's it's mad it's mad so (laughs) being adaptable is key being adaptable is key I'd say. <laughs> so right. now, now you're talking about that. It's got me wanting to ask this question. What What would you say has been your biggest L of doing makeup, <laughs> being a makeup artist? And what would you say is your biggest W? Oh, <laughs> yeah. this is hard. Okay, give me a second to think about because I feel like I've got a whole deck of L's to shuffle through. <laughs> yeah, um, pick a card, any card. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So I think my L, my best L would be um, 
the shoot that didn't happen oh it was so frustrating um it was a shoot that um I think a lot of freelancers can relate just how unpredictable and unreliable literally everyone you have to work with is so um so a friend of mine was um he was planning a shoot for himself and I was I was I was going to do the makeup um so this has been in the works for about three weeks maybe let's say a month every week I'm asking him hey so what models am I doing have you got the female models yet what looks do you want I wanted to start planning starting um you know planning my looks and everything until it comes to like two days before and I actually wasn't in home at home sorry I was planning to be in Portsmouth so I had to carry my whole case all the way out of London um just in an, an, an in anticipation for this shoot comes to the day of and I was would have been leaving Portsmouth at 7am in the morning to get back to London and the shoot at 10am until I get a call and he tells me hey yeah I couldn't book the female model so we don't really need you anymore (laughs) guys guys I looked at my location I looked at my my makeup kit and I just went back to bed. I can't lie. So I'm not no. dealing with this. I'm not. If I think about it, I will cry. So, yeah. There's so many L's like that that happen where people are just so unreliable. Bless his heart. It wasn't my friend. It wasn't his fault. But, um, yeah, there's just a lot of things that can easily go wrong and just mess it up for so many different people. Like, oh, It's not like when they do another yeah. shoot, you'd be wanting to like drop. Yeah, in all, fairness, in all fairness to him, though, I was chasing up about it, um, about the model with him for a while. And he was, you know, trying his best to make my life as easy as possible. Um, he was knowing, he knew that I was traveling and tried to plan me leaving my kit somewhere else so that the, the photographer could carry it with him and so on and so on. He was being the best he could. Okay. Um, but yeah, oh. honestly, it's ridiculous because if this happened in any other professional setting, people would lose their minds. Like half the stuff that happens in freelancers' lives, let's talk about it. Would it. Never ever run in a professional setting. Never. And I don't know why it's like just accepted as the norm. I think it's like, well, I think it is that. It's also mm-hmm. this I don't know what the word is, but this thing around creativity that it's okay to be flaky and it's okay to not have things in a framework. But also mm-hmm. with your creativity there also does need to be something that bar of how to act because mm-hmm. how things should be done kind of thing because I think it's hard with every industry but it's loads of things do become corporate like the music industry record labels are corporate structure at the end of the day so it can become corporate but yeah. I think there's some way to bring that into freelancing and I think that's the thing of like you need mm-hmm. to talk to other people to find out how how they do things because then it creates a conversation which allows you to then create a framework to be like well if that person yeah. didn't pay that much or that person got treated this way or that person worked with you and they got this much notice then like now that's how I expect it to be and then it can kind of set a bar for yeah. I think it's hard yeah. in so many freelancing things but I think there should try and be a way to like try and make a framework for it I guess yeah definitely I hear so many of these things like people might be booked for to do a it's like sound engineer on a session or something like that and they've been booked for seven days and then they're getting cancelled 
the Friday before that Monday and you're like mm-hmm. seven days of work that I thought I was just getting which now yeah. I'm not and I haven't booked anything else for those seven days so what am I doing now <laughs> Jesus like, yeah. I think that's one of the things that makes it really difficult as well though it's like in the creative space and freelancing in particular it's too difficult to hold people to account especially when it feel when it feels like you know you're the one who's maybe starting out maybe you're not you don't necessarily have the contacts yet to be able to really I, I, I mean the, on, the only way that you can kind of really hold mm-hmm. people to account is you can just drag them and say like look don't work with this person this that and the other but it's not really a positive way you know for the industry to really move forward and like you're saying Helen like you're saying Helena I think it would be really good if there were some kind of frameworks out there at least where you know expectations can be set so that you know people know what's what's gonna happen yeah I kind of something I have like a question not about that but are there any good Facebook groups or like anything like that you're a part of or any groups maybe I don't know that maybe are good for people like starting out or where good conversations are had about being a makeup artist maybe even good Instagram pages that you know that people are just good at speaking out Anything like that? Um, um, to be honest, um, the one Facebook group that I am aware of is Social Fixed uh, because of you, yourself, mm-hmm. Helena. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've found a couple jobs through that because Helena has been tagging me in them. And a lot of people um, of all freelancing um, fields are advertising their needs or their requirements or their jobs that they have available or if they're looking for jobs um, they use that Facebook group which is really really good um, and I guess that's also a way to find up a makeup artist and connect mm-hmm. with them yeah um, if you were looking to do that um, in terms of other sort of um, yeah I'm not too sure of any other platforms really that are very explicit in talking about um, makeup artists, issue, not issues, but makeup artist terms or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, really, I, I guess my network just literally comes from meeting other makeup artists on sets mm-hmm. um, and asking them what their experience has been like and how they find um, bookings and how they pay and so on and so on. And once you sort of establish that, um, foundation of your relationship it's also a way to um get more bookings as well because mm-hmm. the number of bookings that I'm unavailable to do and they ask oh do you know any other makeup artists then and mm-hmm. you're like yes ding 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 so yeah. I pass shoots forward to other people and I hope that they do the same to me but <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's that's probably the only way I have a, a sort of network um where I can judge the industry really which sounds like there's a gap in the market you know someone needs to say <laughs> i was just gonna say i think there needs to be one well girl you Come might as well create it you know editorial conceptual creative you know <laughs> that's, it. that's the banner on Bam. facebook right there <laughs> i can already start to see the dots being connected on canva like all we need to do is pick this and add that boom it will be a free website right now you can create a day <laughs> it's true you, you want to set that up go ahead girl <laughs> watch this space honestly watch this space if i'm busy tomorrow you know what i'm doing <laughs> if i'm busy tomorrow that whole thing is funny <laughs> 
I probably won't be, but if I am, you know the one thing I could be doing. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't do it anything else. <laughs> oh. Okay, my last question is, what more, like, what other makeup skills do you want to develop? Are there any other looks you've seen that you're like, I haven't done that yet, I want to do it? Basically, how do you want to be a better makeup artist? Like, what skills do you want to develop? What else do you want to do to make yourself, like, that bitch? Okay, so um, during lockdown, um, that's something I've definitely been um, focusing a lot of my attention on. Um, I guess, obviously, as everyone's focusing on self-improvement. So I think with makeup, um, I, well, like I mentioned, I really enjoyed doing makeup on myself um, before I ever became a makeup artist and doing all these, like, creative looks on myself. Um, And that's something that I really miss and I just haven't had the opportunity to do or really, I guess you could say I really haven't had the passion or drive to do it on myself um so I started doing that recently and it just felt so good so um I do maybe want to start reaching out and um doing more looks on myself you know what like all the the makeup girls on Instagram and Twitter are doing just where they have like just crazy looks on their eyes and stuff I'm I was considering doing like starting something like that and posting more of my own pictures and then just getting on top of all these crazes like the TikTok crazes releasing small quick makeup videos and stuff like that and just really just pushing myself because I feel like one area that I really lack is um social media presence and just pushing myself in terms of that and there's a lot of tools and platforms that I could be utilizing much much more than I am so um yeah I really want to build a presence that way you know maybe even do little I um tutorials and stuff little things like that and actually actually build a following um Yeah, I think I think I've just been too slack in just sitting back and waiting for bookings to come in or like um, word of mouth to happen. And I've not just I've just not been as proactive as I wished. So um, that's something I definitely want to work on and um, take myself to the next level. Woo! And it shines. Oh yes, I love it. Do you have a final question for <laughs> Shelley? It's not really a final question. Um, well, okay, I'll kind of make it a final question. For me, <laughs> for me, I just have to say, like, my favorite, 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 favorite look ever that you did was the one that was like kind of maybe light pink with like love hearts that were like a dark. That's what I was just thinking. Oh, same. Really? Literally, same. She did that look when I was waiting for her. I was waiting for her at Daniel Caesar, and she was really late. That's the day she did that look. No, it's not. That was a different makeup look. Oh, okay. Oh, mate, I love that look. Daniel Caesar. Um, thank you so much, Michelle. That is such an OG look. That's from a few years ago. That was my favorite one. Do you know why? Because I thought it was a filter. Honestly, I swear to God, I thought it was like you know one of those Instagram filters that you just put on, like you know, smile, smile, and it comes up. No, yeah, it was. It was so good, man. I was, I was shook. Like this is. It's not really a question, but it's like, how do you? I just how. I don't understand how one your hand can be that steady, yeah. (laughs) And two, how 
Because I know when you first used to do makeup, there was times when you would just start all over again, and I was like, Rasheen, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, you have been witness to my whole makeup journey. Remember 10 years ago when I wore eyelashes for the first time that New Year's Eve? <laughs> so, <laughs> if anyone... <laughs> <laughs> if anyone thinks if anyone's looking at themselves in the mirror thinking yeah this makeup game is not for me promise me I promise you it is like I have been through the trenches with my makeup I have you guys my eyebrows that's a whole different story like I've got stories on stories and for a large part of my life I probably should have put the makeup brush down <laughs> I didn't and now here I am oh man I love it it's like every time we would link up I'd be like yeah can you just tweak tweak my eyebrows it's actually my brand like this is my brand this is all everyone knows me as when I was sat down one day and I was like you know what maybe I should start wearing makeup again that moment lasted approximately 30 seconds I was like honestly I'm glad I had it up don't. Oh my gosh. Like, your skin is too good to even put anything on it. Honestly. Oh, I just don't have the funds. I'm not going to lie. I can't add another race <laughs> <spell> <laughs> in my life. I don't, have the, I don't have the time or the money. Like, I can't be like, that's an extra however long in the morning. And maybe it wouldn't be like, obviously, as long as you. But mm-hmm. my, my, my getting ready routine is down to a fine art <laughs> to incorporate something else no, into I've it. I've actually perfected, yeah, I've perfected my everyday makeup routine. So I'm only lasting about 10, 15 minutes. That's foundation, contour, highlight, eyebrows, everything, guys. That's, that is my W. That is my W <laughs> of the year. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. I love it. I think we've covered a lot of makeup artists points and we're ready to get into our songs of the week okay so for me my song of the week is john redcorn by sir (laughs) listen and you know why this song is my song of the week is because my guy has recently come out with a new music video to go with that song and when I tell you that video is the funniest music video I've seen in a minute, it's I've like a cartoon. Right, sis, you have to. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen the picture. Seen yeah, I've seen the picture. I've seen the picture. Yeah, yeah. So the video is like, obviously, the song is all about, um, you know, being in a relationship. He can't get over this girl. This is that and the other. But when I tell you the the music video is so hilarious, it's just like, even if you look at the picture that he posted on Instagram, it's like. This book that he's reading, it's a, like a moving on for dum dums. Obviously, like it's a play on like um, that for dummies book. So it's just it's just so funny. And like in the video, you see <laughs> he he's like trying to get over this girl. He starts seeing her everywhere. He starts seeing her face on the TV, on the news. Starts seeing her face like transform from the moon into her face. He ended up crashing his car because he's he just can't get over this girl and it's just honestly it's just such a great video and I just love to see this kind of content you know it's it's lockdown quarantine we need you know the creativity and I, I say it's a very very good job well done I hope that's not all my exes see me <laughs> <laughs> hope they be seeing my Listen. face in the moon <laughs> <laughs> stop <laughs> honestly Sorry. like it's, it's really good I definitely yeah I need to go watch the video I haven't seen the video I've seen the picture 
Mm-hmm. Well, to do that after this. Need to go yeah, and get on it. Right then, Rasheen, what is your song of the week? Right. So, I mean, initially it was going to be the Beyonce remix to um, <laughs> uh, Megan Thee Stallion Savage. However, you guys started talking about it at the beginning, and I thought, no, that is the baitest, <laughs> you know, song of the week to choose. So I decided against it. Um, so I think my song of the week um, would be Alexandria. She released a new song called Ain't Polite. And um, she released it today, actually. And it's already my song of the week because um, she hasn't released anything since 2017. Like, I am in love with her voice and everything all of her projects are great she's released like three projects I think and all of them are just out of this world and then she went silent um so when she yeah she released this song today and honestly her sound is the same she's great she's as good as ever and I'm really excited for this comeback which I hope is coming because she released this Um, I've never heard of her oh me neither Guys, listen to her right now. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll put you on. Yeah, Love you really it. have. I'm here for that. And I like the artwork as well. Okay, okay, I'm going to have to listen to that for sure. Mm-hmm. After this as well, that's more homework. All right, so I'm hoping <laughs> I'm putting you guys onto this as well. Because I was even going to share you this EP before this podcast. And I was like, I can't share this with them before I do my song of the week because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to wait till after, then you can listen to it, because I've been sharing bad new music recently. Anyway, so this is by someone called Rum Gold, rum.gold, and the song is called Call It What You Want. And honestly, I came across it yesterday. I came across his stuff yesterday, and I've just been playing the EP. It's very, like, R&B, but it's, like, it's kind of like that Moses Sumney, Daniel Caesar-ish kind of vibe. His voice is quite high in some of the songs and it's just sick, honestly. Mm. Like, I've been listening to it and I'm like, this is the new vibe. Like, this is the next, this is one of the next people I need to see live, basically, you know? And that's what I always think when I hear something like, who's adding to my list of who I want to see live? And if he can pull this off live, it would be a lit experience. Like, I know it would just be that perfect experience that you want to see. So that's my song of the week. Call It What You Want by Rum Gold. I legit came across it yesterday, but I love it. I love it. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear these new tunes. Gonna yeah, slap them yeah, in the playlist. Add that to the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I'll definitely share this EP with you. <laughs> Thank you. Please. Oh, is it on is it on Spotify or is it Yeah, no, it's on uh, Spotify. It came out okay, like, cool. the other day. The EP came out the other day. That's it. That's it. Because if for the listeners, if you don't know, we have a playlist on Spotify with all of our songs of the week. So if you ever want to know what the songs sound like, you can hit that up because you know we can't play them because uh we'll get taken down by the whole entire music industry so or just charge money that we can't afford so either is not great <laughs> <laughs> we're just not trying to do what court. we can <laughs> i would sing but you know i can't do i can't even i'm not even going to attempt to even mimic the notes that he hits so that's why i just thought i'll just tell you what the name is this week i'm not going to say any lyrics because his nose my voice can't even try to get there anyway Rasheen, thank you for coming on to our quarantine studio. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, Um, thank you for being on. It's been great. I'm so excited. I got to get my best friend on this podcast. Girl, I've been waiting for this moment. (laughs) Um, I don't know 
what quarantine holds for us, but I do know that your future is bright in the makeup world. That's what I mean. <gasps> for sure. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. This has been one for them. Our guest, Rasheen, Helena, and... Kasha! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye guys. Thanks for listening. Bye! bye.